Oh, do you know who Andrew Tate is? Yeah. Oh God. Who does? So, so was he with sex trafficking women? Like, come on, bro. Of course you're gonna no, say that. You about to be real depressed in jail, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you are you doing the things you should do to you know walk the life you should be living? I feel amazing. I feel amazing. What do you mean feel amazing? And basically tells me that you know I got up all my opiates, and literally all I'm taking is just cannabis. So like if you can get the real flower, you stay with that because then you know where it's grown, you know where it's coming from. You can get it. You can get like all the information on how it's tested. But this chemical stuff, you have no idea what they're doing with it. What up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Today we have on Dr. Antonio Rozier. Did I pronounce your name correctly, my man? It's, I mean, you know, the French say Dr. Rozier, you know, but you can Rogier. say Rozier. I, I love it. I love it. So he, he's, he's a physician, y'all. And um, I know uh, with our good friend Dalton, I saw you on a podcast with him. So, yeah. you know, you, you're involved in the Texas cannabis space as well. You prescribe cannabis. I, I, I've heard you're the plug. I've heard you're the plug. Okay, you know, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm the legal one. I'm the legal one. I'm the one you the come to get the right way, you know, not off the street. <laughs> the, the legal plug. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get into the cannabis stuff as well. Um, but yeah. why don't you tell the people, you know, the listeners a little bit about what you do, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, no, really, you know, uh, I'm out here in Dallas, Texas right now. I am a interventional pain doctor. I do spine and sports medicine. Um, I've been out here for about 10 years almost in a private practice. Um, I've always had an interest in plant medicine, whether it be, you know, cannabis or psilocybin or anything that's, that, that's natural to help you help you get better and, and expand your life or your mind, right? Um, I'm, I'm really into fitness, nutrition. And for me, like, you know, ca cannabis kind of fell in because it's a part of just the things that I feel are important that people need to understand and learn about and use as possible because, you know, as a pain doctor, I'm stuck giving out, you know, pain medicine. I see people get stuck on opiates. And for me, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't, I, I need a better way to get these people better without having such a dangerous way of doing it. Right. And so cannabis allows you to, you know, to have all these problems, all these conditions, uh, uh improved without having to be on a bunch of different kind of like Western medicines. Correct. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's such a big thing right now. You know, the opiate crisis, a lot right. of people, you know, getting addicted um, mm -hmm. with these painkillers, man. And uh, do, do you have any good stories about, you know, people that, you know, switched off from opiates and then went to oh, man. You know, cannabis? So many, so many good stories, man. One story I have is I had a patient really, I mean, so I have all different kinds of uh, patients. I mean, here in Texas, it's not like Vegas, right? We're not wide open like that mm -hmm. right now. So mm -hmm. our medical yeah. program is very limited to just neurological problems. So we got PTSD, we got seizures, and we have MS, neuropathy, which is nerve pain, um, Parkinson's, dementia, and um, a couple like just really a, a bunch of other really obscure things that you wouldn't probably ever see in your life. So, and on top of that, we're not, I'm limited to just what those things are. Like I can't choose what my patients get. I got to pick from this list of like 10 different things, basically, you know, which is really, really right. important right now in Texas. But anyway, my story is mm -hmm. like, I got a guy who, this guy literally had like stage four colon cancer, okay? And mm -hmm. um, he came in because he had, he not only did he have surgery, he also had chemo, he had chemo too. And you know what mm -hmm. chemo, chemo causes really bad nerve pain, right? Because chemotherapy destroys cells. 
So not just the right. cells of cancer, but other cells too. And so what happened was he had really bad neuropathy and we'd be called, we kind of, we, we'll call it like post chemotherapy neuropathy right afterwards. So that gets really mm-hmm. bad. And people say that neuropathy is pretty much uncurable, right? And so there are certain drugs that people probably know about called like gabapentin or Lyrica that you see commercials for. And, but as a mm-hmm. pain doctor, you know, we don't really have a lot of medicine for nerve pain. It's hard to treat. And so right. this guy came to me, we had a, we had a conversation on a teleconference call. He's just like, doc, like, my, you know, I'm just at my wit's end. My feet feel like I'm stepping on socks all the time. They're always burning. My fingers are always burning. I can't sleep. I can't walk. And the guy's still dealing with his stage four colon cancer, right? And so, right, I, got yeah. him. So, so I took care of him for, for, for a while. Maybe like six months in, we get a follow-up with this guy. And so, I'm, so you know, Mr. So-and-so, how you doing? And he's just like, I'm doing great. I'm like, great? You mean great? He's like, man, I feel amazing. You feel amazing? What do you mean you feel amazing? And basically tells me that, you know, I got up all my opiates and literally all I'm taking is just cannabis. And he, I mean, and, yeah, and, okay. and, and he's taking, you know, it comes in different and here in Texas. All we have, there's no flour in Texas. So no flour. You can't smoke anything. Okay. okay? No vape, no flour. It's not legal, but it's all edible products. So we end up having, I put oh, on okay. a picture. for me, in my experience so far, we're for nerve pain. Tinctures work the best. The liquid you put under your tongue and you swallow, mm-hmm. you know what tinctures are, right? So he, this, this guy literally was just taking cannabis. No morphine, no fentanyl, no oxycodone, oxycotton. And he's living his life, you know? And so last I heard, he's still doing pretty good. I think I think his cancer um, is, he had surgery, went well. Dude's living, right. still on his cannabis, living his life. And so that's just one of the stories I have of patients doing really, really well with medical problems using medicine that's a plant to get you better. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's interesting. So for the people out there that don't know, or maybe, you know, they're just playing around with pills, right. Yeah. Illegally, yeah. you know, what, what are some of the biggest side effects from, you know, messing around with pills, yeah, narcotics, right? right. I, mean, I think people forget, like, I mean, not only are they addictive as we all know, but remember, I mean, every every pill you take goes through some organ. So you're damaging okay. your liver, you're damaging your kidneys, right? It's going through your blood. Um, top of that- The, the liver, and then it's mixing that with alcohol too. Bro, and we know people do that, right? And we know people, and so yeah. what happens is people get stuck on these pills and then they can't get off. And that's the hard part too, because a lot of people have trouble, even if they want to, I don't care who you are. People always tell you, oh, I'm not addicted personality. I don't get addicted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Everybody gets dependent on opiates. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much how much strength you have in your mind and your body. Your body will need the drug after a while. That and makes so sense. That's yeah. what happens. And your brain will make you think that you So even if you, if you don't hurt, your brain will make you think you need the drug. So I got right. patients who, who had chronic pain. And I cut down their pain medicine, and their pain got better, <laughs> right? Interesting. Like, okay, right? yeah, yeah. Because that's what the drug does. And those guys, those companies that made these drugs, they knew that. They knew that. They lied to everybody mm-hmm. and said, oh, oxycontin is not addictive. And, and, and now look where we are in the country right now. We got all these people stuck with these pills. But now, now what's the problem, though? They're, now they got fentanyl out here, right? And so now what right. happens is... They're going on the street buying oxycotton, getting laced fentanyl pills, and what's happened? People are dying left and right. 
every day you hear about someone dying from a fentanyl overdose because they went in the street and mm -hmm. bought. Man, I got a crazy story for you. Okay, go I ahead. Go ahead. I had a patient with a daughter who died from oxycodone. Let me tell you how though. The, the, they, they were on. They were addicted to the medicine because you know there, it was a young, like twenty, like a twenty-two-year-old. They had like mm -hmm. a broken leg or something like that. I can't really remember. And the doctor started on oxycodone, and they got hooked. Well, once it stopped, they started buying oxycodone on the street. They mm -hmm. found they found this girl dead in the house with a pill still in her hand. She didn't even take it. It was in her hand because the fentanyl. How much can kill you? You know how much? Do you know how much fentanyl you need to die? No. Three no. grains. So you know, like a salt grain or, or salt or, or uh, salt grain. Three of them. Oh, three. Oh, snap. Okay, okay. Snap. Three grains. Three grains. Yeah. I thought you said, yeah, okay. I thought you said three grams. I was like, what? No, no, I'm but, not getting that. I'm not getting that detail, my friend. <laughs> three, three grains. Right. Okay, that's, right. that, that is wild. That's wild, right? So they found this little girl dead with the pill in her hand. It's because she touched it. Yeah. What? So you're telling me you rather that you telling me you rather risk somebody going through that than than prescribe cannabis or making it legal or de decrease you know or making it federal? You want people doing that right. instead? It blows my mind, man. It blows my mind. Right. And is there, uh, you know, for I, I'm genuinely interested in it for the folks out there. I know I have a lot of people, probably you know, cannabis advocates that are just going to say good things about cannabis. No yeah. matter what, right? Right. right but right. are there are there some uh, cases where cannabis, like the the patient, does not react well to it? Yeah, I mean, I got dude. I have some patients they just don't respond to cannabis. Everybody's chemical mm -hmm. makeup different, right? Everybody's liver metabolizes chemicals differently. I mean, I had a lady; she was probably like five two, one twenty, and she was taking like mm -hmm. eighty milligrams a day of cannabis and felt nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. I got some people that but it's rare, though. I mean, I have about 400 patients. And I, <laughs> probably, I, right. <laughs> I probably have like five people have issues. One person mm -hmm. got really anxious because two people do get anxiety, whether it's sativa, sativa or whatever. No matter what they mm -hmm. take, they just can't they just can't handle it. It's too much for them. Right. So so you still have right. it's, still, it's still a it still will change the process in your body so you just don't mm -hmm. do it willy-nilly but, but that's why you do it medically though you do it medically you do it safe right i mean you're not just going out, you're yeah. not smoking it you're measuring it like you can't measure how much you smoke if you inhale i don't know how much okay. you rolled up how much you took in i have no idea if you have a gummy if you cut your gummy yeah I yeah i can't tell you where the medicine lies in the gummy so exactly half and half but you can definitely measure a tincture though right and so for me okay. That's why I like tinctures because you can start out easier with those people because they know how much they're taking. And yeah, but I haven't any, but I, what I haven't seen people are talking man, about them, them gummies are dangerous. Them, they them are. are dangerous because you like, never oh, know. Oh man, oh, one well, time well, I was like, I don't feel it yet. I don't feel it yet, bro. My girl was looking at me just on the couch, like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, <laughs> oh man, hey, them gummies are dangerous. You're right, you can't measure right. it. That's hilarious. But then I have some patients who prefer gummies because they get sick from the mm -hmm. tincture. Because in Texas, here's our problem too. We mm -hmm. only have 1% by volume. Right, right. How low is that? 1%? What are y'all in, in Vegas? You'll get like, you see stuff that's like 40, Wh whatever. 50 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. buying, so, so get it. So think about this way. If I'm in Texas, 90, 30 milligrams of tincture, right? 
-hmm. and my bottle's only 1%, how much oil am I ingesting to get there? A right. lot. So a lot right. of my patients get sick. And then the problem, too, is that everybody can't take stuff by mouth. If you got throat cancer or stomach cancer, huh. then how are you yeah. going to swallow the liquid or the pill? Some people like the gummies better because they feel the gummies just taste better. They do well mm -hmm. for them. So with my patients, I kind of like that's the fun part of this. I get to kind of play with what does what and how what you know you know. But all my patients are doing very well. They're all functional. They all work. I got people. Mm -hmm. I got kids who are 16 with seizures. I got nine five year old ladies in nursing homes who feel amazing with arthritis, right? I got people who are mm -hmm. doctors, lawyers. I got people who work every day who have functional lives, but just but use this medicine to feel better. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. The percentage that Texas has compared to you know everywhere else that's fully illegal, oh. there's a huge there's a huge difference there. Because mm -hmm. I I remember before you know I left, I was uh over here at some cannabis events, right? And the big thing at the time, I, I don't know if it still is. I haven't been to a Texas cannabis, cannabis event in a while. Um, shout out the one that I saw you participate yeah. in with that Dalton, the, um, the Texas Cannabis Roundup. I had no, shout, out Dalton. shout out to yeah. Dalton, man. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Dalton, everything that he's doing. But um, the Texas Cannabis events, and I want your opinion on this because at, at the time when I was in Texas, everyone was like, okay, well, the percentages are low. So let's everyone uh, buy Delta 9, right? What's right. the deal with what's the deal with that? What's just your general opinion? What's going on with Delta and, 9 right now? I mean, so Delta 9, okay, so it's one of those, it's kind of a, a, a it's a big workaround, right? So Delta 9 is Texas is huge here because you can walk into a head shop and just buy Delta 9, you know, and people right. you know, did these different formulations of THC, THCA, and so forth and so on. My issue with these these medicines right now, because our program so close is that sometimes you really don't know what you're getting right we um, and we know also too that it's a chemical process right hemp is pull it's pulled from hemp it's not coming from the flower it's just it's chemically processed so and you don't these a lot of these companies aren't even really testing their products or people are getting bootleg products Right, mm -hmm. these heads are yeah. selling stuff. They're just made. They have no tests, come from no official place, but they're selling them because there's no regulation. That's the issue now. But it's not regulated. Why? Because it's not a federal medicine right now. So it's it's willy nilly. Now mm -hmm. people use these medicines and it works for them. And I'm like, look, if you if it works for you and you feel good, you got a product that works for you, go ahead. But you got to be careful. You got to know where the medicine comes from. Yeah. I prefer you though, but I prefer. That we just use the real flower. We have we already have a plant that's already right. growing. It's already there. Why? Why do you always have to mess with stuff all the time? You always got to mess with stuff. Mess right, with right. You know? Like and so I mean so for me I feel like if you can get the real flower, you stay with that because then you know where it's grown, you know where it's come from. You can get it. You can get like all the information on how it's tested. But this chemical stuff, you have no idea what they're doing with this. Right. Interesting. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've heard uh, that can be dangerous because of the chemical, you know, situation exactly. there. Yeah. So um, I'm curious of your opinion on this. So when I moved in after college, like 2017, 2018, I moved to California. And at that time, you know, all we had to do is fill out like a prescription online, really. Yeah. Like the, do the doctor didn't even really? like re really yeah. see us. So um I got my medical marijuana card right, and then funny, like months later, it became recreational legal back right. in uh, two, the beginning of 2008, 
18. But what's the process in Texas like right now for oh, you know people a, getting prescribed? I remember it was just some funny site like on yeah, in California, yeah. like uh-uh. paid them twenty dollars and like. I don't I don't play with it because one thing is that because it's still such a new thing, we don't know what it's not really regulated right now that much. I mean, so we have we have so we have the Texas Compassionate Use Act. So if you go into the Department of Public Safety, they lay all the rules out. But there's not a lot of like regulation on like how to do this right now. Um, we have a website, so there's a registry. So what you got to do is the patient needs to be inputted in this registry. There's a treatment plan you got to write in there. A prescription, a prescription you got to write in there, and I got I have to limit the amount of milligrams for the patient. So what I usually do is because I'm a, I act like I'm a real doctor with this. So what I do is my first right. prescription is for six months. I want to see how you're doing first, right? Because I got people who have real medical problems, and I'm taking it very seriously. It's not recreational. Yeah. Medical. So because of that reason, I keep tabs in my patients. See, I don't just go here, you go, walk off. No, no, no. Because I want to say yeah. you're doing it months. I want to see how much you're taking. I want to see how you have any adverse effects. I don't know if you won't call me. So I limit that amount. And then the next prescription I make like for a year, but we, but they don't tell us how much we can give them. They don't say the maximum amount we can give them. Um, but it's not as easy as going to sign the paper and getting a card because we don't even have right, cards. Right. Here. We don't have cards. We have two dispensaries, two. They're right, both, right. They're both Austin. One's called Good Blends. One's called Texas Original. Yeah. And they deliver it to you. Or we have like these small little pop-up shops that they keep their medicine in. Because the other problem in Texas is that you cannot drive with cannabis in your vehicle to deliver longer than 24 hours. You know how big Texas is? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Austin, you're going all the way north Texas. You're not gonna make it. So that's so it's an access problem too, right now. If you're out in rural rural bum, whatever, East Texas, West Texas, how you and because they can't get it to you, and they can't get it to you. So, luckily enough, though, they have now allowed the dispensaries to have like, the, um, they can they can just hold it there, and mm-hmm. they, during the week, there's certain days where patients come pick up the pick up the medication during the week to pick it up. Interesting. Okay. It's, okay. It's real I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. I got- right now, we have two dispensaries. That's it. Just two. So yeah, so regarding that topic, I know you know Dalton's advocating for like a, yeah. as much legalization as we can get, That's right? Everyone legalize, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone in the Texas cannabis scene, love y'all, love yeah. y'all to death. Those events are fun, by the way. Yeah. Those events are fun. Good time, man. Really good time. Um, where where do you see you know the future of legaliza- legalization going in Texas? Man, I mean, I'm I'm reading so much right now about you know the movement, and you know I know a lot of people involved right now. Um, I'm hoping that this next so, and, and I what, saw you post something about um, what's his name, DeSantis, the other day. Was that on your story? Uh, that yeah. was my story, dude. This guy just thinks this. Uh, this guy, I'll say it, he's an idiot. I'll say it. He's an idiot. Okay, idiot. I mean, I mean, how many states have done so well with the taxes off cannabis? And right. this has nothing to do with the black market. The black market is not is not worse because of medical, recreational. People are going to get what they're going to get regardless. There yeah. aren't Oklahoma kids. immediately. Oklahoma did well immediately. Right. I mean, there aren't kids. The studies have shown that kids are not smoking more in those states because it was legal either. I mean, because 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 mm-hmm. we know bottom line, dude. We know this. Legal or not, people are going to get what they're going to get. Right. It's not going to change anything, mm-hmm. but it makes it safer though. It makes it safer for people because now you know 
what where your stuff's coming from. And it's, you know, and it, it makes it easier because now you got people that can really educate you and talk about it. It's not all scary. You're not going around yeah, buying definitely. legal drugs. Because once that opens up, yeah, right, yeah. now the conversation opens up, you know? Right. the conversation opens up, then we get some real knowledge. And once you get some real knowledge, then we, then we can see how we can use this medicine the right way. But when people are all secret about it and running around here trying to, you know, buy off the street, <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do with that? Yeah, that, you know? that makes everything a lot more dangerous. And speaking Good. of dangerous, you know, I believe I haven't looked into any studies, but common sense would tell you that alcohol, been legalized for so long, is yeah. a lot more dangerous. Is the cannabis. dumbest thing? Why it's is a it lot more dangerous? Go, I can go get drunk, get in a fight, beat someone up, and it's okay, right? Crash your car. Nothing okay. I, I got I got a party, right? Everybody, everybody's smoking weed. Ain't nothing bad yeah. gonna happen. You put a bottle of tequila on there, what's gonna happen? Right? Yeah. Matter of fact, the majority the the majority of domestic violence incidents happen with alcohol involved. Right, right. Exactly. And so and so now we're talking about all these issues now with like safety and like I mean, I can buy a cigar and get lung cancer. I can buy a cigarette and get throat cancer. I can smoke mm -hmm. hookah and lose a lung. I can smoke a vape and get cloudy lung, but I can't take a plant that really does not much to me, like, like not going to do anything to really damage my body. It's insane. It makes no sense to why we haven't made this legal yet as a federal level. Well, right. I know why. That, I know why. It's because they can't okay. control it yet. It's because they haven't figured out how to control it yet. That's why it's not legal yet. I see. Like, because we know who wants to control it, right? Pharmaceuticals and biotech, just like everything right. else. Mushroom, it's like every drug that was ever invented, they got to figure out how to make money off of it. Instead of you growing right. in your backyard, growing in your house, they want to figure out how to make you pay for it. So, yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting to watch over, you know, the next decade. All, you know, my Texas cannabis friends kind of, you know, easing into legalization, yep. like, you know, especially right now, if they're just to legalize it right now. It would be kind of strange. It'd be like, why are you legalize it so fast? What'd you yeah. come up with? No, we, um, we need to um, we need to expand the medical first. Like, we need to get it opened yeah. up more, right? I mean, I yeah. I believe I believe in rec, the clean way, the good way. But like, that only makes even, sense. Even rec has problems. Like in New York, they're still not really really the, the marijuana. This stuff, it's like old. Some of the people are telling me like they're getting like really old stuff. Stuff that's not clean. Like it still has to be. Even rec has to be like actual regulation to it right like rex should be too mm -hmm. but with medical at least we have a better start in developing a system for it you know in, in texas right man so we're running out of time here i definitely want you back on the show oh, i have man. one last question to ask you here because i heard you you know talk about this on uh doctor what is his name doctor uh i forgot i forgot his name the guy that runs um the podcast that you and Dalton were on. Oh, Chen. What Chen? What's the name of his podcast? He's a, he's a he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. He's like he's okay. a very. Oh, he's not a doctor. Okay, he's, a, he's the cannabis lawyer. So he works with lawyer. Okay, develop develop their their dispensaries, all like you know, merging acquisitions, buying like land. So he does all things cannabis and law. Oh, that that's right. I think he said he was in the physician space as well in the yeah, past yeah. or something. I think he said that. Okay, got it, got him confused. Um, so you talked a little bit about you know your patients dealing with depression and anxiety, mm -hmm. right? So do you know who Andrew Tate is? Yeah. Oh God, who does? So so, so 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 very quick here. He's a dude. You know, very 
very quick here. He has <laughs> said in the past, you know, I don't have the tweet pulled up here. Maybe I'll put yeah. it on the screen. But he said that depression and anxiety isn't real, right? Just what's your opinion on that, man? 60-second answer. Let's go. Let's Dude, go. depression and anxiety is real thing, right? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Your body will physiologically respond, right, to, to the energy you put into it. As a pain doctor who deals with patients every single day, perfect example, nobody in chronic pain is happy every day, all the time, right? If you hurt all the time, would you be happy every day? Hell no. Heck no. Let me tell you, let me tell you why no. food, and we've done, there are actually studies, there are functional MRIs that show that pain is related to emotion. It lights up. The same part of your brain when you hurt, the emotion part lights up too. And and right. I'll say this: people go have people do develop they um, mood issues for all kinds of different things. It's not just a chemical issue. It's not just a spiritual issue. It's not just a physiological. It's a combination of all those together, right? Depression, right. anxiety yeah. does exist now. You can define it how you want to define it. You can say you're sad or you can say, you know, you're, you're hyped up. You can find But but that feeling, yeah. that feeling is real. Now, I can't tell you. I can't define your feeling, though, but I can help you. I can talk to you about why maybe you got to that point. Right. But so we can, it is, I think the question is, should it be called anxiety or depression? It's such a spectrum. Right. It's such a huge mm -hmm. spectrum. And so for me, I feel like it's a real thing. How am I, I also, but also, too. That's a very arrogant thing to say. Is how am I? Because here's the problem with guys like him. Guys like him. Tell, tell us the problem. We got guys, one minute left. We got one guys minute like left. him. Guys like him are so pompous and arrogant. They think they know everything. If you truly were on this little spiritual journey that you're really on, like you say you would know that you can't know everything. It's impossible. Why? Because the universe is too big for you to know everything, right? So how am I going to tell you how you feel? How do I know how you? I, I think I, I think he's pretty humbled now that now that he's oh, dealing yeah. with that. Oh whole, yeah, oh yeah, well, he's, he's, <laughs> he's acting right now. He was 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 he was sex trafficking women? Like, come on, bro. Of course you're gonna Doc say that. You about to be real depressed in jail, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor Rosier, Rose, Rose. I, I forgot how you oh, said that. No, I, they call me Doctor Rowe, man. Call me Doctor Rowe. It's way easier. Doctor Rowe or the Zen Doctor. <laughs> you know, we. Have so I think. <laughs> Andrew Tate and Joe. No, I'm I'm pretty sure you know he's a lot more humble with that now. And it's yeah. funny because you know I'm a marketer, so he was definitely doing all that just uh, viral stuff yeah. for marketing, right? It, it's yeah. called like visceral stuff, being polarizing, yeah, right? Just uh, you meant controversial, right? You mentioned my my Instagram and like the AVN and model stuff I have going on. Yeah, a huge reason I do that. It's not only fun. Like, let's face it. Oh, I bet a it huge is, reason. Sir. I bet it is. Re <laughs> Compared to my LinkedIn, a huge reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Compared, to, here's there's a business reason. There's. <laughs> oh, is it? There's a, there's a business reason. <laughs> no, but compared to my LinkedIn, you know. Yeah. A lot of that stuff is polarizing. Yeah. Um, like god dang i i can't believe it myself i'm like dang i must seem like a douchebag to some people but um i know you're not a douchebag no no <laughs> so back to you know depression and anxiety yeah. i think uh mainly he was saying and here, here's a good like segue into what people um 
can do and like how they can face depression and anxiety and things like that. Um, I think he was saying for the, you know, these young men that he's talking to, like, get out and do something. That's why right. you're depressed, right? So right. what what would um, you say? What would be your kind of... Yeah, I, mean, I think that... So here's the thing, though, too, right? I don't think that... Okay, you got to think of it different ways. When... I'm a, I think pretty deeply when it comes to things like this, right? I don't, I, you mm-hmm. know, I, that we, we are spiritual creatures living a physical experience. It's not about doing something like physical, external stuff. It's about like finding that presence inside of you, right? right. That's what's important. Mm-hmm. And so, what my, my, so my thing is that like, you know, when you're, you're seeking out to get rid of anxiety, depression, you, you, you got you to look within yourself, right? It's not going to, because here's the problem with th- doing things like that are external. That's not going to make you happy either, right? So what happens is we bury ourselves, and 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 you, it might be it might be in the gym, it might be with sex, it might be with art, music. I don't. It doesn't matter what it is because because you can do too much of anything, right? My yeah. thing is like you got to work on what gets you close, like gets this part like closer to like this part, whatever whatever you call it, whatever it is, whatever you want. What do you want to? What do you want to meditate? Whatever you want to do, yoga, whatever you do, ayahuasca or mushrooms, whatever it gets you to that place to where you feel connected close to the universe, right? Close to that peace mm-hmm. that's inside of you. It's not, it's not, it doesn't come from physical things. Yeah, for the short term, you may feel better. You know, if you go to the gym, you have higher endorphins and higher chemicals in your brain to make you feel happy. But what happens when it's over, right? What happens you're sitting down with yourself and it's quiet? Most people, most people right. can't do that. So my thing is like, so that's a part of the treatment, right? Because when you're focused on something, that just takes your mind off you. That makes sense. It's not about that. You got you to work on yourself. So you got you to be so, but that's why you practice these things. That's why you live your life with intention and you're present all the time. So it's, it's a twofold thing. It's mind, body, and soul. You just can't do one thing. You got to do it all. <laughs> You gotta do it all, right? Because that's how that's how you connect yourself to the universe, whether you call it God or Allah or the center, or whatever. But you can't forget that you're a spiritual creature that has a physical presence right now. But at some point, you have to go back up or or out or whatever you want to take it, right? And so my thing is that like, I really yeah. think you have to work on the inner part, the inner work to get yourself truly happy, because. There's a reason why people do like ayahuasca and stuff like that, because what happens is when you do those kind of medicines, it shows you that like you have the happiness already within you and it doesn't come from anything else. Interesting. Okay. Happiness doesn't come from stuff or doing things. No, man, it comes from here. And so, so, so doing things is cool. You get distracted, but you you still got to sit with yourself though and know yourself. And that's, I think that that's more important. Yeah, and that's definitely hard to do. We, I, 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 that'll, be, that'll, be, that'll be our next episode. I can go on about this. I've had, a, I've had a serious spiritual journey in life. Like you know, I've got I, I work I've worked with shamans yeah. and all kinds of like you know people who really can show you what else is next outside of just what's here right now. And that's Dude, that's it. that's interesting. Okay, that that'll be that'll be on the next that'll be on the next episode. And yeah. by the way, so. The the Zen the Zen doctor the, I love that name. Uh, where where did it come from? How'd man, how did you get love, that name? I mean, I tell you, man. Like for me, it was about that. Like with, with people with pain need to find peace, dude. 
And with me, with, with my patients, that's what I try to do. I try to incorporate everything that involves happiness. If we could get that last part, man, the, the Zen doctor, you know. Yeah, how man. Did, how I mean, all me, me, my thing is that, like, I, as a physician, I see people, the one thing people need, I don't care what their problem is, they need to find peace. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. when you hurt, you can't find peace. When you're sick, you can't find peace. When you're tired, you can't find peace, right? And so for me, like, how do we do that? And so I to incorporate all things with my patients. I talk about not just how to help your pain, but what are you doing at home? How are you assessing your emotions, your thoughts, right? right. Are you are you doing the things you should do to, you know, walk the life you should be living? Again, I can keep talking about to have a better spiritual existence. That's my thing. So are you meditating? Are you exercising? That's the part of it too. Are you putting those foods with the good energy in your body? Most we know most people aren't doing that. Right. right? Your foundation. You can do two things. Yeah. You control two things in your life: what you do with your body, and what you put in your mouth, and what you think. This right. But my but for my patients, I say my patients, I say how how do how do you get better? We do with your body, what you put in your mouth. That's your foundation. That's your foundation. And if and if Definitely. that's if, that, if that's wrong, I'm, so I tell I tell a patient, I'm like, look, if you can't do this, you might as well not even be in my office because I can't do this all by myself. Mm -hmm. Like my injection, right. my medicine, my injection, my therapy, like this is not like I'm not Jesus. I'm not gonna change the world you live in, yeah. your environment. Like you gotta put some work in too and be accountable for some of the things that are going on with your life. Like people come to doctors and go, fix me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fix me, doc. I don't wanna do nothing for myself. Just fix me. I don't play that. I don't play that because when I walk out my office. You should have some tools that are given to you to help you get better on your own. Right. Man, that's that's interesting about that. Um, you know, just just fix me. Cause I think, you know, just looking at, you know, medications, just looking at medications too, I think people view medications that way. Just they being do. Out, outside that looking is, in. No, but here's the thing though, but that's Western medicine though, right? Oh, because okay. That's pills. Give me a pill. Get better quickly. But even with cannabis, what people got with cannabis, it takes time. With mm -hmm. money, it takes time, right? My patients don't get better in a week. That neuropathy gets better in four to six weeks when you're consistent with it, right? And so, mm -hmm. so those are the things I tell my patients all the time, too. Like, this is a plant. This is changing your body. It's not going to just automatically change you overnight. Mm -hmm. People people lack patience in Western medicine. Well, in the just in general. That, that's why... Lots of other yeah. different ancient medicines is different than that because it's more about time and patience, right? I see. But we want it okay. now. I want surgery now. I want my pill now. I want my shot now. It's not how that, that's, that's how that's right. not how the universe works. The universe does not yeah. work like that. It comes to you when it's supposed to come to you. So you have patience. Yeah, that that's interesting, man. And then um, you know another question I have is uh, just based off what you do for anyone out there that's looking at your industry as a physician, as a doctor, what are some of the most common misconceptions you see that, that people get wrong about what, what it is that you do? Yeah. I think for me, it's hard because I don't even like, be, so I'm in pain medicine, but I hate that word because mm -hmm. the connotations that I'm giving out medicine <laughs> so right right I'm a pain guy to get some pills and so i say people i'm not right. that i'm a i'm an interventionalist i intervene but it might not be pills it could be a, a number of things right i want to help you change your life right you know i say i say people i want to get 
years in your life, but also put life in your years too. Because you gotta have quality. Yeah, work. I love that. Gotta be functional, right? You gotta have a good life. Like when you're six years old, you wanna be able to garden. You wanna be able to do simple yeah. stuff like mow your lawn, play with your grandkids. I mean, simple things you take Simple stuff. I wanna be able to play basketball. You, and you will be able to, you know what I'm saying? Run up and down like, but but that, comes with, that comes with taking care of your wellness in the beginning. Because if you don't, if you don't take care of your oh, wellness in the beginning, you have to take care of your illness at the end. It's your choice. That makes sense, man. Yeah, your choice. So, yeah. Um, anything else you want to leave the people with? Any last thoughts? I mean, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I, you know, I just want to say I think that, you know, right now people are going through a lot of things. Um, this world, this country, this world is, is crazy right now, right? We got a lot of violence and a lot of people are upset, the economy, and even the weather people are pissed off at right now, right? But yeah, I yeah. think that people are getting away from nature and natural things. I think that, like, my, my hope is that, you know, especially with things like social media and, like, and AI, it's, it's, all meant, mm -hmm. it's all meant to take us away from, like, nature and the earth. And I think, like, my goal, yeah, that's uh, crazy. so I, and as I, as I develop this and go forward with cannabis and plant medicine, like, I want to push all things earth on people. Like, you can't forget, you can't forget this place. You know what I'm saying? It, right. It, it has everything we need, we, we need already. And there's enough for everybody, too. That's the thing, too. So, you know, I, like, everybody needs, needs, needs to love each other. You know what I'm saying? You need to hug your neighbor, help each other, and not just, you know, not just in medicine, but in every aspect of people's lives, not just what I do, but what everybody does, you know, they should treat people like, you know, brother and sister, you know what I'm saying? And then I know, I know, again, we're going to go deeper into that next one. I got a lot to say about that stuff. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, awesome. I just love you, man. I just, let's just give some love, baby. Just give some love. That's all you got to do. Love it. <laughs> love it. Beautiful, my man. Well, right, guys, man. go go ahead and drop him a follow. I'm putting his information below. Please. And Dr. I got, Antonio. Yep. I'm working on my cannabis stuff, so I got a lot more videos coming out. I'm working on my channel and education. Yeah. So I've been, I'm working with a group now. I got about, I'm doing them all now. So follow me. I got a lot, lot to say, a lot to teach. And uh, please comment and chat with me. I lo love to hear what, what you got to say. Love it, man. Thank you. All right, brother. Peace.